Welcome back to another episode of Suds and Cinema. My name's Kyle. I'm Jacob. And I'm Josh. This is episode 118, and today we are reviewing The Gray Man, plus some other stuff we've been watching. How you guys doing? Super. So, I got to do a manager thing today. Ooh. Yeah. Tell I us more. I interviewed someone. Wow. And I think I was probably more nervous about the interviewing than he was about being interviewed for a new tech yeah nice guys i'm like i have no idea how to interview someone <laughs> so because i've never done it just before ask them questions that you think like if you want them to be good at their job then like you know what it takes to be good at your job did you ask him the seventh so president of the company was <laughs> i was like well this is the pay you get and also you get to be my best friend yeah. So it's required. We're also best friends <laughs> now. And you have to climb. Yeah. And if everything else do that. Everything else, fine. But those three things. He's like, I heard the last guy quit. I'm like, no, he was fired and you're next. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so what do you say? <laughs> but yeah, it was pretty weird being in that chair instead of the other chair, which I've been in many times. Did he get it? We'll see if you're listening, Chris. <laughs> yeah, you better actually, be if you want the job. You asshole. Yeah, tell him. Tell him if he got the job or not. I'm here, so he has to listen. Yeah. I'm like, do you have any other questions? No. Well, I do have a podcast. <laughs> if you want to know if you're gonna be get the job or not, you have to. Do yeah. That. You'll find out in the next episode. So right. listen to the whole thing. It could be anywhere in there. Now we'll put it on the next premium. Make him pay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you just gotta find out if you got the job. Pay one dollar minimum donation. Minimum emphasized that's right <laughs> that means you can pay more chris speaking of premiums uh we so we did our last premium uh last week park chanwick premium that'll be up soon and we didn't announce it on last week's show because we were just in a hurry to record and get that one done after four hours of yeah. recording but uh we should say on the regular show that after park chanwick premium is up we are going to be doing um a stanley kubrick premium chosen by me it's going to be his first, well, not his first. Um, five, do we do four or five? We five. did five. Uh, starting with um, Paz of Glory. Paz of Glory up to 2001. So chronological order, Paz of Glory to 2001. That's the next uh, That's the next premium, if you're interested. I did get 2001 on 4K also. Beautiful. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> and then I also so, got an old so, boy. So the boredom will look better. Yeah. Beautiful. It's got the killing is out on 4K too, and I thought like it's not required to watch for the premium, but I thought I might want to catch up with that one um, just to see a movie before even earlier than the ones that we're doing. So I did, did start. What, when was when did Eyes Watch Show? Eyes Watch Show was early 90s, so 56. Yeah. He did. He's got like a 40 long, 40 year long career. Tenure. Yeah. yeah, he. Yeah, he started what the. <laughs> 50, 56 50s, yeah. was um 56 was Jesus. the killing yeah i was gonna say because 2001 is 68 so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah long time a lot of early ones um 99 so 51 well 99 oh i thought it was early to that no it's late 99 really mm-hmm. well, that's, that's not even 2000 so the killing 56 to 99 so 43 years it's weird that we were alive and like we could have remembered his death if we 
cared. But yeah, we when we were seven. <laughs> <laughs> well, he didn't just die at yeah. When did he die? I don't know. I'll tell you right now. I want to know. Two thousand something. Two thousand one. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> no, he died in ninety nine. Oh. Well, see, <laughs> okay. so my so what I say stands. We were seven. They should have just not held the news for two years. <laughs> Wow, I would have believed you too, Josh. Was it a posthumous? Was it a posthumous release? I bet was the movie. Um, it might have been. It was pre humus. Was it post humus? Yeah, (laughs) humus. It was. He died in March of '99, and it released in July of '99. Uh Wow, crazy. The occult got him. Mm -hmm. That's why that shut's all about. Yeah. They found out. <laughs> um, well, we'll get to it in uh, nano reviews, but I don't have that many to talk about because I actually started a, a new job this week. Whoa. Ooh. Same thing, doing the same work, but for well, an actual well, company. For a company van <laughs> or a company vehicle and everything. Yeah, so waking up a little bit earlier, um, getting out a little earlier too, but I'm just fucking whooped by the end of the day. And then had to hit, had to grind a little bit and hit diamond this week. So oh, shit. in Apex. So is this the last week? <laughs> so didn't. Uh, it's sleep. not. It's coming up though. It's not the last week. Oh, damn it. Wait, starting. Wait, Tuesday, a week from this Tuesday. So there, you've got like a nine days. Trying to hit plat. Like I try to hit plat. We'll we'll get you there. I'm almost gold one. Oh yeah, easy. I'm like twenty points from gold one. <laughs> so yeah. Anything else? Not Ready that I can think of. Move on to our beer. Yeah, to move on. I'm gonna grab it from the fridge real quick. One second. Mm-hmm. Vamp, vamp, guys. <laughs> I have. I don't know what that means. I don't even know what vamp means. Fill the time. Fill the void. Oh, so we can fill the void with the definition of vamp. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Vamp means fill the void. If you Did guys you, didn't know, have you ever heard that word before? Vamp. Speaking of the void, I want to watch that. See, because it's I don't know if that's like a podcast term or like a streaming t- or like wh- who came up with that, but yeah, it's definitely a thing, right? Is it an acronym? Vamp I name? mean, it is now, whether <laughs> it is or not. From now on, it will be that. Hmm. Vamp. Um, good. You got to go to Urban Dictionary. That's where it's gonna be. That's where all his thirty-year-olds go. That's when I know what's here. Here I got it. So a woman who uses her sexual attractiveness for seduction and no. manipulation of others. I mean, I tried, but I don't know how to do that through the Jacob, podcast. You just weren't good enough. I know. You need to be better. It's a lot harder. Uh, <laughs> I'm not seeing it on here. Well, we vamp mm. now means fill the void. I don't know. There's also five pages of definition. It's also sure for vampire. Unless I'm literally just pulling that term from like my ass and it's actually another term. Vamp. Vamp. vamp right? It's probably it's like vent. I'm going to send a text out. We'll see what we get. Yeah, I don't know. Actually, should we do another phone call? Who would you call? I call Brad. I think he would know. Call him. He's like, what are you talking about? Let's call him. Call like, him. hey, I'm just vamping right now. <laughs> just wait. It's like know. what? He knows he knows it's a bit. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Come on, pick up. Let's see if he actually cares about you. <coughs> if he know if he sees you calling, he's good. He knows, yeah, he wouldn't know. But that would require him to look at his phone and he I think he's notoriously known to not. 
I mean, I, I don't answer phone calls unless I really have to. <laughs> I just wait for the voicemail. You son of a bitch. Ooh. Well, if he calls right, back, we can. Uh, <laughs> we can. If he calls, until then, we'll just vamp. Yeah, know? let's just vamp until he gets his call. <laughs> or we can and drink beer, too. Yeah, go ahead and do the beer. I'm sending a text. So, All right. So this is probably more on the nose about why I chose this beer, maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> it's a French beer. It's actually the number one uh, lager. Let's see. I guess I could read it. It's uh, 1664. Lager, I hardly know her. <laughs> read it in, uh, you have to say it in French, though. Yeah. Sorry. By Cronenberg uh, Brewery. Cronenberg? Cronenberg. Fucking you blew it. Damn. God. You blew it! Should have had it for the fucking Cronenberg <laughs> premium. Probably. <laughs> it is a macro brewery out of Aubernay, France. And it was... First brewed in 1952, not 1664, in case you would have thought that. Is that when Cronenberg was... Is that a recipe from? I have no idea. All it says is Cronenberg is 1664, is France's number one selling beer, and the UK's second biggest selling premium premium lager. Premium, once again. Damn, you fucked up. (laughs) That would have been perfect, right? It, well, Think for one fucking second. <laughs> well, it is made with a unique blend of hops, including aromatic hop, aromatic, aromatic. What the heck? I don't know what you're talking about. Aromatic hops from Alsace region. And I chose this because the movie was in France at one point. And yeah. also probably UK. <laughs> I don't know. I think it ended movie in France. Fucking everywhere. washed over me. Yeah. It was pretty much in Europe, though, most of the time. Didn't it yes. ended in France. They were all speaking French. At yeah, but it could have been Belgium, too, or something. I don't know. Where it, it was ended? in Europe a lot. Yeah, like the last <laughs> hurrah was in France. The house and the maze? Yeah. I thought that was Croatia. They Is were Croatia speaking, they were French? speaking French. They were in France? Just the they Croatia, French? they speak Croatian. Yeah, because they said <laughs> Sector Sank, which is five, Sector 5. But you remember where he yeah. when he pinpointed the thing that said Croatia, and I don't think they moved them. I think they were there the whole time. Does Croatian speak French? No, Maybe it was a I French so. embassy in Croatia. Maybe it was a French team or something. Know. Yeah, we'll get. I don't know. <laughs> well, now I'm gonna look at the locations of where this was filmed. They say that in here, don't they? Yeah. It's under the where the yeah, but that doesn't mean that locations. that doesn't mean that's where the plot was yeah, happening. Was that's filming just filming locations. locations. It definitely <laughs> is exactly the same. I don't care what you say. It was a castle in Croatia, but it was a it was actually in France. See, <laughs> it was a Chateau de Chantilly, France, but it also was in Czech Republic about it yeah because you were prague yeah well anyway in honor of that we we have a french beer and i thought i had this one but apparently i had the white version of this This, isn't that jacob fucking racist so you had the blanc yeah this is the beer blanc this is the original which i'm sure i've had also i mean somewhere it's their biggest beer so i'm sure i had this in france at what's this what's this mean under with Brew with 
free save. <laughs> what is I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Sense. Isn't that the free sense? Where are you looking? Right here. Oh. I was on the other side. It's in English. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? Sense? Yeah, it says sense. <laughs> if this was first brewed in 19, whatever, how come it says brewed since 16? Yeah, see, I read. I was reading. The <laughs> you did great. I I remember Dupuis. Yeah, it does mean sense. Then I remember Vec is with. But I do remember. Thinking this beer was pretty terrible, but like most French beer. Thank you for getting it for us, Jacob. I thought it was pretty terrible, but I also thought that this was a great, you know, compared to the this movie. Very big, from Europe, <laughs> took place in Europe, and terrible. I'm just kidding. Maybe terrible. Spoilers. We don't know yet. Let's give it a whirl. Yeah, okay. let's try it. Smells like nothing. <laughs> smells like a lager. I like it. It's really sweet. It's smooth. It's really sweet. I could actually, drink this is crushability good. five. Oh yeah, all yeah. day long. Maybe it's now because I've had so many bad beers that this tastes better. It's definitely sweet, but it's, it's very like sweet on the end, on the finish. Yeah, I'm trying to like describe the sweetness and I can't get it. Yeah, it's very sweet. <laughs> but I mean, I think it has a sweetness that's similar to like kind of like a Belgian. Yeah, but like, I, like it, at least it has a flavor. Bready. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, this isn't bad. This is actually a lot better than I remember. <laughs> but you know, I was still a fledgling new beer drinker at that time, so. Yeah, it's uh, it doesn't have a very high rating, but like, if you're comparing it to lagers and like, I mean that's yeah. pretty high. What like a normal light beer tastes at? like? It's three point one one. It's pretty high for a domestic like a look at PBR. Yeah, but PBR is like a Sapporo or something. I'm just kidding. I don't know what PBR is probably is. higher. Sapporo's up there though. I know that for sure. Yeah, it's like almost three five. I think. So <clears throat> it's not passing that three. No, actually, that's only three point one seven Sapporo. So this is almost on that level, apparently. I mean, it's good. Have you guys ever had um, the, probably not, the Sam Adams came out with like a freedom lager thing? I refuse your question. Jacob. Who? <laughs> Sam Adams came out with like a freedom I lager. honestly don't even know if I've had like very many it's Sam Adams beers. I've had their pumpkin beer. And this tastes like a Blanc. I know it's technically like, because it just says Blanc on the back, beer Blanc, but the front just says Lager. But when lager I think beer. of like, like, beer blonde, yeah, like um, Grand River has a beer called Blank Stare, they call mm-hmm. it, but it's it tastes similar to this, like a Blue yeah. Moon Light. Yeah, that is orange forward. Well, Blue but Moon's not Blue Moon's not a Lager, right? It's no, that's nail. Yeah. Okay, does, this have, does this have weed in it? Uh, no, the the Blanc version of this is a wood beer. Mm. It tastes kind of like weedy. Says, yeah, I would have thought that too. You know, people put any dust sweet, in it, Jacob? Any? No dust here. <laughs> but what's I do the, feel validated. What's the dust scale? 
here. Yeah, dust out of zero. fire. <laughs> zero dust. The dust ability. Zero dust. <laughs> zero dust. And to answer your question, no, I've never had Sam Adams Freedom Lager. I haven't. No. <clears throat> well, yeah, I don't really tr- like seek out new Sam Adams beers. Me neither. But I was <laughs> I was at Buffalo Wild Wings. They That's what I mean. Special. Is like I don't seek them out, but like if they right, I would do the same thing. So yeah, they're actually, not bad. Usually. I'm not making my own <laughs> six pack of. Sam we used Adams. to crush some lo- Boston Lagers back in the day. Yeah, Boston Lagers solid for sure. Mm-hmm. Don't think again uh, something that I would only order if there was. Like that in Miller and Coors, I'd order Boston or, Lager. Or in Concord. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> well, I'm happy to be wrong about this. And coming in at 5% ABV. Yeah. Huge. Yeah, not bad. 20 IBUs. It says 5.5 on uh, untapped. Need to put in a correction there for that. But so I'll mention real quick, I had um, a lager last night. It was 8%. And it didn't taste like a lager at all. It was uh, an Abita beer. Mm. PB and it was like a peanut butter and jelly beer, but it was a lager. Hmm. It was just weird that they like tried to get that flavor profile into like because normally you get that would be an ale. Yeah, it was a lager. Peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, it was we really had, good. We had massacre. That's a lager. Yeah. Like no, I'm saying it's not common. Uh, yeah, it's not common. It's more abnormal to see it like that. And then at eight mm-hmm. percent too, which I know massacres. I mean, Super high. But Wolverine is different, right? That's all they do. Yeah, so, right, right. Yeah, they have a lot of variety. But Abita is a huge, huge brewery, too. Mm-hmm. Abita. So. Well, cool. Abita. Anything else Abita. on 1664? Nope. I am pleasantly surprised by this beer, actually. What about crushability? I said it. He oh, said five out of five, but do we agree? I would also say this is highly crushable, yeah. I would uh, also agree. Imagine being in like a English, and a like a five. Europe pub. And yeah. they had this on tap. I'm crushing it. I mean, I oh, did. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I had it the first time. On tap too, I bet if it was on was tap. Literally, yeah, uh, it's on, this is what this is their Budweiser. Yeah, all day. Yeah. Maybe I need to give French beer another chance because I w- their craft beer scene, though, got, it may have improved by now, but at the time, I was uh, probably not. highly disappointed. <laughs> Well, cool. Um, that was 1664. All right, you guys ready to move on to our featured review? Mm-hmm. Mm. All right, we're talking The Gray Man. The Gray Man is written and directed by the Russo brothers, also written by Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely. Um, stars Ryan Gosling, Chris Evans, Ana de Armas, Billy Bob Thornton, and a few others. Plot synopsis reads... When the CIA's most skilled operative, whose true identity is known to none, accidentally uncovers dark agency secrets, a psychopathic former colleague puts a bounty on his head, setting off a global manhunt by international assassins. Let's take a listen to a clip. Hey, sunshine. Mm, You must be Lloyd. What gave it away? The white pants, the trash dash. It just, it leans Lloyd. Where's the drive? Out of here somewhere, it's just hard to see. <clears throat> Is that in? Over here. All right, what did you guys think of the gray man? Jacob, are you starting? <laughs> I thought you were gonna play. Uh I liked it. I did not like it. <laughs> gonna cancel that out at the same time. Uh, this was a very bloated movie. 
that bloated money wise and bloated lengthwise and it had literally such a simple story Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then it's like let's pull that out to how long was this like two Two hours nine minutes Mm -hmm. over two hours of this and it's like i don't know it's just i get it was trying to be born like but born had like a complex story (laughs) this really didn't it's like oh we found this thing it has this on it let's find Mm -hmm. the guy who has this thing and that's the whole movie is for that and like it never really gets more than that and then they do this weird ending where it doesn't end and then ends and then I don't know I just it was all Hollywood fodder exactly I thought it was so boring it was hard to watch this one this one literally I had to try so hard to pay attention to I guess Netflix and chill rating though very high (laughs) but yeah it's not But the, I didn't think like it was acting wise that terrible. It's just, there's not much there to work with. It was just so (coughs) bare bones that it was just, I don't know. I'm sure there's people out there who will like this or just having a dumb, fun action movie. But I did not have fun watching this. I just really wanted this to end. And if it wasn't for this podcast, I would have stopped this. (laughs) Like Way before I don't halfway. watch that shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, um, kind of in the same boat. Um, I think that the entire premise of this is dumb. Like, pour all the pump all these resources and like destroy cities for one guy that has a a drive I of just information. Don't get, well, no, the, it's the that, it's yeah. the drive that has the. Inf- Basically, the drive would bring down the whole organization. So obviously, the organization is going to want well, that back. Well, it bring the I one thought, guy, right? Okay. Did um, I misunderstand? I because I thought it, it was basically this one guy abusing what his power yeah. in order to hot cover up for himself, not really the organization. And the rest of the organization didn't really know that he was doing all this. For some reason, Honestly, they had I couldn't no idea. really tell you what's on the drive but even so he's the one in charge so i guess yeah if, if you follow chain of command like nobody's going to question him i guess yeah. that's kind of the, but the only way to there, make, the only way to look at it that makes sense from what i understood there were people higher than him but well the one well, guy was pulling the shot secret yeah that's yeah. for that's for the gray man too the grayer man <laughs> 50 shades of gray man yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyway um so yeah just the the premise alone, I think, is dumb. Like I said, it's doesn't make much sense to put like literally destroy, like I said, cities all because of like one, ancient cities, like all this damage. Yeah, it's because of one one guy that happened to um, have some information about a, a higher up that you could literally just kick him out and it solves everything. And then he's the fo- he's already a fall guy, you know, like that's already painted out like. Anyone higher up could just say this guy was acting alone, basically. But when instead they caused all this other damage that now you can't talk that away. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Which is like almost worse than the other things. But yeah, um, definitely bloated. But it is based on a novel. 
and it's a full book. So the book obviously you know, is bloated as well. A lot of things are Lord of the Rings are also bloated on books, and it doesn't feel bloated. Well, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> saying that. I'm just saying that they took too much of the book and tried to make it into the movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was like a Tom Clancy book, and they're like, "But let's put everything in." Yeah. Yeah, um, some of the special effects were pretty horrendous. Which was weird because like some, like the destruction stuff looked really good. Some. And then like they would have like the grenades blow up. I'm like, oh. Well, obviously. Had the it Netflix felt, it had the tr- grenade yeah. blow up. Well, not just Netflix, but. <laughs> yeah, I know. It had the old tropes of all action. I think like uh, the Five Bloods or uh, mm. like a few other movies that Netflix did where for some reason like grenade like explosions just look so bad. Yeah. Um the whole like the the plane scene of them falling down looked horrible like mm-hmm. the faces it looked like harry potter one like that's how bad the cg <laughs> the original <laughs> yeah and um i do want to give some credit i did like the fight sequences although they felt a little edited kind of weird they weren't a shaky cam there was a lot of s- s- yeah. dynamic shots but they weren't shaky so I do want to, some of the yeah. fight choreography was pretty good. I always got to, you always got to give a shout out to that because get rid of the, you hate, you, you know, I you hate, hate shaky cam. So I don't even know if I could watch born today because of that. I don't know. I, I wanted to I highlight could. that. Um, this is like, this is this guy's answer to Jason Bourne. It feels like, but not <laughs> genetically altered or whatever. But, um, and then what, what other props did I want to give? Oh, some of the style, it was kind of stylistic at times. Mm-hmm. but it, that didn't hold early on yeah i kind of wish they would have <laughs> just kept it over the top stylized and kind of lean into it being being the gray man and then kind of making a super vibrant movie would be kind of a cool cool um stylistic choice but they didn't keep that either well yeah i was, had, I like, was thinking yeah. like really early on like what stirred the whole pot the first like probably when 15 they were 20 in, minutes were pretty good were i thought they? they weren't china was it bangkok thailand yeah. thailand yeah. there we go yeah, like the first 20 minutes or so, probably 30 minutes were pretty good, I thought. And then it kind of just outran its, outstayed its welcome or yeah. overstayed its welcome. I know. Just cut this down, like trim the fat. Could have been just a fun turn off your brain movie. But yep. Yep. I wanted to be more. <laughs> what, there was one other thing I wanted to say that was a plus side. But oh, I did chuckle a couple times. They did even. Copy the Jason Bourne uh, gas with the scene. Turn it in the oven. You mean? Yeah. Yeah. That oh, yeah, literally yeah. happened in Bourne. But I know that's not like only Bourne yeah. has done that. But Tons of movies. But I, this was just so similar to it. And then that literally happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think you guys are a little taking it a little too seriously because I don't know. There's there's movies where I feel like it sets the tone of what it wants to be and like Jacob said, have a fun turn off your brain movie. I don't think this movie is great at all, but I think it's highly watchable and a lot better than I thought it was going to be. And I know you're <laughs> I don't shaking your head at disagreeing at with that, but I don't know. What, well, these, are your, these are your boys, Kyle. Sure. <laughs> are you talking about the Russos? Yeah. That's why I Russos. thought this movie was going to be so bad. You like, love I Cherry. Saw, so. Yeah. <laughs> they have an obsession with like assholes too and at that toilet scene i was like i thought they were literally about to pan over to him like taking a shit i was like man these guys are obsessed they love buttholes um but no i thought it was a lot better than what i thought it was going to be going in because it's the russos and 
I just don't think they're good directors. And I still think that's actually a very valid criticism because the direction in this was pretty bad. Uh, a lot of my problems come from the technical side. It's not like, mm-hmm. like I don't have as many like nitpicks or sh- and you know shit with this movie because it's is just like a turn off your brain movie. I don't care that they went through fifty mercenaries and destroyed half of Rome to capture one guy. Like I could care less about that plot point. You know, it's just I thought it was a fun, a very basic premise, and like I love like cat and mouse movies, and that's exactly what this was like. Just a, uh, a hunt for this one guy and one, you know, device. Very simple. This device is going to ruin this guy that's higher up and he sends out people to catch him. Like that's all you need to know. And the action was actually pretty great and the I thought it was actually pretty inspired. Like a lot of the set pieces were pretty inspired. Like the beginning, like you said, the Thailand scene with the fireworks. Yeah, that I was liked amazing. That. Awesome, yeah. I did like uh, that. the scene in the I don't know what to call it, the courtyard or whatever, with him being handcuffed. That was pretty that great. That was another scene I did. Um, there's enjoy. a lot of them that like that you can it. bring up. Like no, even the ending it. scene where it's like they just choose to do it at dawn and like the sun barely peeks over that hedgerow. Like visually Looks somewhat interesting. But like the I was effects so are done by that point. Yeah. Like the <laughs> effects and stuff are shit. And like they have like this weird color tint and color grading going on, but it adds like a style to the movie. But yeah, a lot of my problems just come from like just the technical side of things. Like I hated like the speed ramping on all the drone shots and like I think the one, I think the main bad guy, not obviously not Chris Evans, but the guy that's after the device. I think he's pretty miscast. I don't really see him. Yeah. The guy from Bridgerton. I don't really see him being like a villainous or like role no. like he doesn't exude that energy. So it's just weird to see him. Hold on. Text update from Brad. Basically means to bullshit for a few minutes to fill time. Called it. But he didn't. But where did he find this? Did he create Did it? he just make this word? <laughs> no, it's just a podcasting term. So. All right. Well, like I said, it was going to be anyway, regardless. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Anyway. Um, sorry. I was yeah. Just <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I thought the skydiving scene looked terrible too, especially because we have movies like Mission Impossible to compare that to when it's like real skydiving. So it's really hard to live up to that. Um, Some of the writing was kind of bad. I mean, again, I I let a lot of that stuff go because of the tone of the movie. Um, But yeah, a lot of it's just... And and the editing too, like what Josh was saying with the action. There's... I think it was the plane scene in particular that I noticed like how many cuts they were they were taking and like I got really disoriented in terms of like the space that they were in yeah. by the end of it and then I was like okay I just let it go but uh, again a lot of the set pieces really worked I thought it was inspired easy to watch and I thought it I didn't like it wasn't like on my phone or anything it was just two hours flew I- by. I did what I didn't. Yeah, I wasn't touched. I was on my phone a lot. (laughs) I (laughs) I can tell by your review, but yeah, I didn't touch my phone. I'm not. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm just not into these movies anymore. Toward the end, I was ready to for a nap. I know, but like like, I, I, I'm just thinking like, okay, so you go into it. It's a Netflix action thriller, directed by the Russos. Um, I'm, I'm like comparing it to all these like action thrillers that we've watched on Netflix before the old guard okay. extraction. See, I like Spencer extraction. confidential though. Okay, like Spencer all of those movies, are, <laughs> like red notice, red notice. Like they're all so bad. And like, just like 
unwatchable, boring. There's like so many things that just. I thought Extraction was not that bad. Okay, yeah. Extraction is probably the highest of those, <laughs> and I still I think I gave that a two. So uh, not a lot of like hope going into it. Maybe it's because my expectations were so low that I that, <laughs> that I ended up liking it. Surpassed but it. you know, even if they, even if they weren't that low, like I and I caught myself like on my phone or not paying attention or whatever. Like, but I didn't. And I was engaged and. I still think like even out of all the action movies that we've seen, you know, I still thought there was like new and like visually interesting things going on. So had me somewhat hooked. Well, I'm happy for you. Thank <laughs> you. I'm the opposite. I'm, we're going opposite now. Yeah. I was not. I mean, I don't think it was like the worst movie ever, but it just, I just was not into it at this time. Maybe I was just not in the right mindset for this kind of movie. But Could be. Could be like I'm. I'm. I haven't even. When was the last time I even watched a movie like this? Because I didn't even watch Bond. <laughs> so the you mean the newest one? Yeah, oh, I never okay. watched it. You guys did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't even know the last time I watched a movie like quite like this. Right. Maybe I'm just it's not for me yeah, anymore. You're just jaded. Know. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, could be. I don't know, but. It was, uh, I just wanted to make me feel something. I felt nothing. Well, I like didn't have like a, an emotional epiphany or anything watching it, but I mean, <laughs> I don't know what you're expecting from this again. Like, I don't know. My expectations were so low and like, it, I knew it wasn't going to be like, see, even like something like born is elevated because it's, they're going for a grounded, more like realistic tone. And I feel like this just isn't going for that. Maybe that's what I like. I, I that mean, more I, grounded I, tone. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I love John Wick. It's not that grounded, but like no. See, the, I think I feel like it's grounded. very in line with that. Like before yeah. Chapter Two, where they like get too yeah. crazy with things. Yeah, I feel like it's more similar to that. Yeah, and I love John Wick, but I don't know. Maybe I was just Are you excited for next week. Then what's next week? Bullet Train. One of the directors of John Wick, David Leach's new movie. Yeah, I'm more excited for. Oh, me too. Oh, yeah, I am going to watch Prey. I'll be in Chicago, though. I'm going to watch it. We'll talk about that at the end. Anyway, all right, back to uh, The Gray Man. Um, If you want to get into more details, that can include spoilers, so spoilers from here on out for The Gray Man. I don't know what we have to spoil. It really doesn't matter. Well, I just want to put it out there if people care. Yeah. Um, I did like Ryan Gosling's performance a lot. Yeah. I liked, and I really liked uh, Chris Evans's. I mean, I thought Ana de Armas was great, too. Oh, yeah. You saw her and you're like, hey, pretty lady. I mean, that gets a sexy today. Are you (laughs) looking for a date? That gets a half star bump right away. I feel like she's just a favorite of cinephiles in general for some reason. Like she's a favorite of Netflix now. Just everything. Every piece of shit Netflix makes. (laughs) Everything I follow is just always posts to her. I was just like, why her? Like, but because she blew up. Yeah, she had roots in Blade Runner twenty forty nine, so you know. they're obsessed with her. I love Blade Runner. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I can, I always get that one scene like so many times of her, her like creating <laughs> that dancing thing that's just a hologram for like two seconds in it. Yeah, and for some reason they love showing that on these like, on your page on the pages movie yeah. pages. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like, yep, I've seen this <laughs> like ten times. But yeah, she was good. I liked her better than in most of. Her recent movies. Yeah. 
Bond event. She was in Bond. And think, yeah, that's right. <coughs> I think she's better than fucking, what's her name? Gal Gadot. Yeah. Well, she's a better actress for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I, that's all I had to say. I just wanted to mention her. <laughs> yeah. We can't talk about the ending, though. There is um oh, like a, uh, okay. there's an obvious setup for the next movie okay. because the, they go into like the, they have... Or did they destroy the drive? I didn't really see what they were doing to it. That one guy destroyed it. Okay, apparently. so he destroyed it. Denny which I don't under that whole part had me confused. I don't know if I missed something. I feel like, like I missed. I so what like I because she was like for sending it to the news and stuff, right? And then all of a sudden, this guy had it and is destroying it, and I'm like, oh, they definitely made a copy. Which I know they said they can't make a copy because it was encrypted. Blah blah blah. But I figured they did, but then it just never talked about. It. So I'm like, was that yeah. really it? They just well, I think she is like just she was going to use it, or, or she's she has some plan to leverage whatever happened for power. Yeah, because like, it's like a power. There was like a power dynamic between and there was like those a, three. So that went a to Harvard. scene with her and him, and like I'm like, okay, so she maybe has, she has to have like a copy or something, like because she was acting in a way that made me think that, but mm-hmm. they just didn't talk about it. And I thought the last last part like scene was dumb, but I don't know with the house play the music loud. Yeah, that yeah. was dumb. I'm yeah, like I thought she they could, could just, anyway. Yeah, they could just end it anyway. <laughs> I don't get why that. I know, but they so they played the song and then I like, just hated that whole last scene. Honestly, when they went down, it's like he's been he sleeping out, yeah. for days. <laughs> it's like he hasn't eaten then. You knew he was going to do something. It just felt like it already ended, and then they added this. And then it's yeah. like, oh, he escaped. And then <laughs> play this loud. I don't know. Just that whole It part. felt like a, like a Marvel yes. singer credit scene. Yeah. It did feel like an end credit scene. <laughs> yeah, it did. Yeah, I can kind of see that. I mean, I feel like they want to give it like a happy ending, almost like to where like you could just watch this and be satisfied. And who I, knows thought, how long I mean, I thought the little girl in general was a weird thing because I felt like she was supposed to be like a big part of the story, but really wasn't except for like that one. Well, part. she was like she had to move the plot forward, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But it just felt like, oh, there's and is such that, a is that str- pace. Is the pacemaker thing real in real life? Do they can they track pacemakers like that? No, I don't. OK, no, I thought that was weird. <laughs> and like just like a convenience to like be able to track them or whatever i would guess not okay i would i don't know i don't i don't know for sure but i would guess not i would be interested to know if that's like real i just thought like she was made such a big part but then i felt oh this is where that movie's going but then it went to like the chip thing and i'm like okay then why was that whole part even necessary but then they had the end part i'm like was this relationship built up that much because it seemed like it was away from that for so long and then all of a sudden it was a big part again like i was supposed to You're talking about. about her and her and gosling yeah i mean they drill that i know they were throwback. doing trying to drill that like push that really hard at one point but then it felt like a, that storyline was just gone and it was this storyline separate from that and she was just gone for a long time but then he cared so much it's like got it protect the girl and well stuff. i think that the line <laughs> of her saying that we're kind of family too mm-hmm. that's like those two are like his only f- family. Yeah. Mm. So I think that they were leaning into that. And obviously his backstory brought a lot right. to that. Yeah. Which was really weird why Shea Wiggum played his dad and he was, his face was in frame for maybe three seconds. Yeah, it was when he was Why did that? Why was Shea Wiggum playing even, the dad? I don't even know what that is. He, you'll know him. He's like oh, a I'm huge sure. character actor. 
But yeah, like it was only his voice the whole time, and then uh, and then they show his face at the end for like three seconds. I'm like, what the fuck? Why did they get? Why is Shea Wiggum playing the dad? Makes no yeah, sense. When he was like drowning him, that's the only time you really saw it. Yeah, exactly. Um, one thing I also hated, Jacob. Oh yeah, yeah, that guy. He's I didn't even know it was his dad. Mm-hmm. Hmm. The um, I didn't mind the cities or whatever title cards. But then I hate when movies do this. They'll have they'll like keep it consistent with that. And then sometimes they'll just put where they're at. Like, that's not a city. It said like office of whoever, whoever. And I'm like, it's just so inconsistent. Like, it's like it doesn't. Why don't you put that like every time you go somewhere like, hey, this is the room of the little girl. (laughs) I was going to say I was going to say if you like because there was two. There was a lot of title cards, a location cards. And then, yeah. Two years before, two years earlier. I mean, the time stuff is kind of necessary, but, and the city stuff is fine. Like, at least they did, you know, like somewhat of a, uh, gra- whatever, texture or whatever to it. Like, the ones from Red Notice, I like those as well. Yeah. And I get, they do a good job of big, bold, some, some texture to it, even though it's pretty much just like a frost. That's what it looked like as a yeah. frosted window. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I just hate when it's like, other times to tell you where they're at specifically just to make sure that you're not lost because you're stupid <laughs> as an audience member you're a big dummy obviously yeah well they could have i mean they said that she lives in what's her nuts lives in prague so like they didn't need to do a title card for that yeah like but if they're going to a city it's like i would rather have them show the city one just to keep it consistent rather than oh now we're in this person's office but we didn't we don't know where they're at so we have to tell you that so this it is doesn't the office matter yeah. i don't know Anyway, then like that. Um, what did you think about? Uh, oh, what was I gonna say? Fuck. Oh, I was gonna ask. I had this lined up. I don't remember. Vamp. Vamp it up. We could vamp for a second here. I can't. I, I got really nothing. I mean, it was. I don't know. I feel like sometimes title cards are just you know. Title cards. Oh, I do want to <laughs> ask what I thought was Great dumb. Great vamping, Jacob. <laughs> what I thought was dumb was when Ana de Armas and Lone Wolf dude was fighting. And like, if he was just going to give her back the thing the whole time, why did they have to fight? Action. Um, probably one of those things where he came, like he just came to a realization that, that he could just. Yeah, but he came to that. Reali- they showed that realization before that fight when he was like, you're going to kill a girl. Oh, so he picked it back up and then like hid from her. Why didn't he just like go up and go here? I'm yeah, they're going to kill a girl. Here's a necklace piece. An excuse to fight. And maybe it didn't come to him. Like sometimes they're just maybe in the thrill of they're just like seek out good fights. People like that. Yeah, but he's they want a challenge. No, these people are supposed to be like smart, (laughs) like cunning. And he was like the best of the best. I don't know. <laughs> don't know. I I think I was like, well, that fight was worthless. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pointless fight. Yep. Okay. I guess I don't have anything else. I'll think maybe I'll think of it later, and then I'll ask you. I'll just bring it up during the interviews. Um. All right. Well, what are you gonna rate the Gray Man out of five stars? I'm gonna give it a two with a half star bump for Anna Damer. So two and a half. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm like, what? so I'm also two and a half. at a two point five. Okay, I thought we were farther apart. I'm a heavy three. 
heavy three. Mm. Heavy three. I just thought it was super average. Yeah. It's not something I would ever want to watch Some again. people call on the five star scale, because you have to start a half star, some people call it three average, so. Okay, then, I, then even better, because it's below it average. Sounded, I'm just saying, the way you talk about it sounds yeah. like less than that. No, I did well, not did enjoy watching bump. it, but I can respect I liked it. that other people would. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. All right, let's move on to Nan reviews. Who wants to start? I have one thing. Me too. Great. I believe Jacob? I have two. But I well, mean, why don't you start then? And they're then really quick because I did talk about one at these a time before. Uh, so I watched uh, American Psycho. Rewatched. Rewatch, obviously. Mm-hmm. It's like a few time rewatch. And I love this movie. It is. I mean, I guess it's pretty. I don't know. Oh, I know what I was going to ask. I remembered yeah. it. Good All thing right. it's actually. Do you think they added the line? Somebody kill that fucking Ken doll after they found out about he was being oh. cast in Barbie. <laughs> Maybe. That that's interesting. You think about that? <laughs> or maybe they're making him maybe Ken gray man turns into movie. Ken. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> or go. maybe, yeah, this is actually His new identity is actually Ken. Ken. <laughs> yeah. That that is the sequel to the Gray Man. Mm-hmm. It's in the same universe. Huge. All right, that's all I got. All right, so American Psycho. <laughs> I think it is pretty heavy-handed almost with its message, but at the same time, I don't know if that's true or if it's just because, like, I know what I'm looking for. Not heavy-handed enough <laughs> for some people. Because <laughs> there's, like, the obvious surface level where you can just enjoy it, which I think it works on, like that service level just as like a funny over the top movie that you can just take it for that. And maybe you won't like it as much, but you can also take it as like, which I think is also kind of a more simple take as just a mental illness take. <clears throat> but I don't think that's it either. I think it's just talking about like toxic masculinity and especially among those who are on, you know, he's on wall street, he's rich and he's, playing the part of actually carrying being that leftist liberal right especially i mean you watch this now and it's very relevant right he says all the right things about caring about the poor there's that one speech like kind of monologue almost when they're at dinner where he's like what's really the problem is and they're just like spoken so well <laughs> but like he, you know underneath that he doesn't care at all and yeah, he's a sociopath, right? Yeah. Or yeah. A psych- psychopath. Psychopath. Yeah. I mean, yes. But there's also, did any of that happen, right? Yeah. Yes. There's so, also that. I think all of that is just more of the set dressing for like just the literalness of how toxic those people, like rich white men are. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, he's banging that chick and he's like flexing. Yeah. <laughs> In like, the mirror. And it's like the title card even says killer looks. Yeah. Like, I don't think he actually killed anyone, but I think it's just a representation of like how disgusting those type of people are. It's been a long time since mm. I watched it. So I had to watch it. It's been like probably I 10 mean, years. 100% you should. It's a fantastic movie. 
<laughs> if I remember right, the book is different. I think the book takes a, a definitive stance on that, and I think the movie's ambiguous, and that's why. The, well, then I the think movie it's so well the movie's made. better. I think. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't know the book. Yeah, if I remember right, I watched it maybe a, less than a year ago or about a year ago. Like, I think you can take it as like a mental illness because it definitely leads you in that direction as a movie. And like, I don't think that's a bad take on it, but I think it's a better if it's not that for me. January 20. You mean if it's not imagine January of this year? Last year. So you watched it almost two years. Oh, year and a half ago. That not all of this is just actually happening except for like the murder parts and that he's just having... He's See, I don't like it if it's imaginative, like then it makes him wouldn't it be more like sympathetic towards him because Yes, exactly. That's but, what I'm yeah, saying. It's it like would be worse. Oh, he just has mental illness. He didn't do any of that. It's just like let me feel sorry. It's like fuck that fuck him. No, it's not for me, it's not showing that at all. It's showing that it's trying to show how disgusting these people are, even though they don't do actually do these things. Mm-hmm. And you can get that from all the other things that he does outside yeah. of the actual even murders, whether that is real or not. And I think that is a better message, but a hundred percent can see where people would just take it as that mental health thing because the movie does lead you in that direction also. And you can't, that is totally valid take mm-hmm. on it, but I just, I hope that's not it. <laughs> yeah. And it, I mean, it looks great. It's very like well written, and the act, and he kills it. Christian Bale kills mm-hmm. it, literally, or not. It's up for you to decide. <laughs> so yeah, it's incredible. But the only reason I don't end quite there is just because of that. It's like, uh, it's like, what is it really trying to say? So, like five star if it is saying what i think but if it's not then it's not i don't know well he gave it well, a i know it's ambiguous you have to go in the middle yeah so well not in the middle i still think if it is other way it's still where i landed a four and a half star movie i just mm-hmm. it's not one of those maybe if i keep watching it's gonna get there but it's just not quite there for me to be a five star yet cool <laughs> really cool I'll go. I watched, well, we talked about it. Um, Travis had brought it up while we were recording the premium. So I wanted to revisit it. It's been on my list for a little bit, but um, I rewatched Argo. That's on Netflix. Um, Best picture of 2012. Uh, Ben Affleck star and director. Obviously we, well, not obviously, but storyline is pretty incredible i mean this is a real life story that actually happened um all the parts were um all the moving pieces that actually that were in this movie all actually happened which was absolutely insane um but i mean it's just like a like travis was talking about how um sympathy for mr vengeance was like very simple story that's just like murphy's law like something's gonna happen it's gonna happen this happened at the worst possible time yep and this and everything happened and it got worse and worse and worse and then you know you clear they clear the iranian airspace and you're like they they did it and then just that that constant tension of of that it's really built up extremely well in this um so yeah i mean i thought 
the casting is incredible. If you like when they do the side by sides, it looks really mm-hmm. cool. Other than Ben Affleck, he doesn't really look like the guy, but <laughs> he's got to be in it. Yeah, he directed it. Yeah, he was. He had a little uh, spree of the town in this couple movies that were pretty good for Ben Affleck. But yeah, uh, Curious had never seen it, so figured I'd throw it on. Easy watch, quick, great paced, and solid movie all around. Uh, did it deserve best picture? Probably not, but. It was poignant and. Do you see what it was going against? Though? Yeah, what was yeah, it, it was going also against? very weak year. Yeah, a weak year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's how it goes. Um, yeah, so I ended up uh, giving it a light four. Cool, cool. All right, I uh, watched possibly for the first time all the way through. Nineteen, please hold. Nineteen ninety four's The Mask. Oh, oh, wow. Uh, Jim Carrey movie directed by Chuck Russell. Don't know who the fuck that is. And that's because his other movies are also dog shit. No, not also. But also. So Kyle <laughs> loved this movie. No, I, it's not dog shit. It's just not. It's obviously it's Jim Carrey and it's a comic book movie. You would think it would be a little bit more funny for sure. I don't think it's funny at all. Um, and it's it's weird because I think it's I want to say it's PG-13, but yeah, it's, it's like. I know I know the comic is pretty graphic, so it's like it either needs to be PG like and make it a kids movie, or it needs to be R, and it's just mm. playing in this weird space where it's semi-violent but not violent enough. It's kind of grotesque but not grotesque enough. It's not uh, it's not crude enough either. Like like the sexual innuendos and references are, aren't don't go hard enough. So it's like I don't know why it's playing in this space, but anyway, it's. Mm-hmm. pretty pretty simple story of just like mobsters want their money and you know the mask intervenes or whatever but uh yeah it's not not great at all the the best thing about it, i guess would be the effects hold up pretty well for 1994 kind of reminds me of like who framed roger rabbit in a mm. way um yeah it's uh the face watchable paint, the i guess face paint mask look cool yeah i mean he does look just like the just like the comic too they give him like huge teeth and Mm -hmm. green face obviously it's not that hard but they you know protrude the jawbone yeah all the the facial bones uh, his facial structure is like super i guess yeah exaggerated exaggerated exactly yeah yeah um and the guy from uh, Pulp Fiction's in it is the mobster, which was weird to see him. Is he in Pulp Fiction? I don't know. Yeah, Peter Green. Yeah, I can rec- I can see his face. Yeah, 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 yeah. That guy. Uh, yeah, not great, but watchable. I guess if you if you have nostalgia for this movie, that probably does a lot for you. But Jamie I didn't I have, have any. Yeah, so many times. Okay. <laughs> you might have fond memories of it then, but. I do not. So I mean, anyway, gave it a two and a half. And I do want to say he also did The Blob. Yep. And Scorpion King. And uh, yeah, Scorpion King. Nope. Reference. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah, he did, uh, which people say, I've never seen any of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, but um, I, he did one, the third yeah. one, which people say is like the worst one. So 3.6 on Letterboxd. Interesting. So. Um, what was Nightmare on Elm Street? Three. three? Yeah. So actually, it looks like it's the best one. No, the first one's a four. Mm. Oh, or 3.8. I mean, 
That's actually pretty high, though. I yeah, don't know. Second one's 2.8. Okay, there you go. I guess second one's worse than. I think maybe, I think, but okay, here's the thing, though. If it's that bad, people could be ironically rating it also and boosting it. True. You know, I've just heard it's notorious as being like the worst one. That's all I'm saying. I haven't, I haven't watched it, so I can't say it for myself, but. Freddy's death looks like, or the newest one in 20, 2010 is technically the lowest. Yeah, I mean, like <laughs> of the original run, but. Yeah. All right, Jacob, you're going to wrap us up here. Yeah, it's going to be really quick. I rewatched Black Swan randomly. Mm-hmm. And I've already talked about this movie. One, and on the premium, if you want to hear a really in-depth review of it, listen to our Arnofsky premium. So I'm not going to go into depth on it. On Suds and Cinema podcast. Bandcamp.com. For a minimum donation of $1. <laughs> on Jacob. So the therefore, point. I can't go in depth on it because you got to listen to the opinions there. But yeah, it's a absolutely breathtakingly beautiful, amazing, like perfect as you can be movie. It's just so good. And it's his magnus opus. Yeah. Like when I watch it, like cinematography, my God, is it so amazing in this movie? Yeah. And I even from the start when it's just showing like a little bit of a clip of black of Swan Lake and it's her dream. It just looks so good. I love how that's filmed. And there's, yeah, just. We love horror movies with dance in them. Yeah. We and love uh, Yeah, I think, honestly, the cinematography just elevates this to such a level. And obviously. Well, Natalie Portman elevates this. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I just have so much her. appreciation. All the emotion she puts in, like, scenes and how these little micro emotions she does are incredible. Absolutely incredible like amazing and yeah there's just so much going for this oh it's on prime and hulu i watch it on prime yeah you have it on 4k kyle do you have this on 4k i don't have i don't know surprised yeah i should have this on 4k time to buy this one on 4k (laughs) order it now yeah i'm gonna (laughs) order this soon right like right now but yeah there's just so much it's yeah it's definitely his best movie and that's I mean, I do like a few of his movies quite a bit. Listen to the premium to find out which ones. But yeah, this is a special. Did you see the uh, first image of the whale? I did. I did not. No? Mm -mm. Looks like it's going to be a banger. I mean, I have high expectations, but I have high hopes. There we go. Well, Brendan Fraser just fed a fuck at it. Yeah, but it looks amazing. That's what you get. I'm assuming that's makeup. I know he's I think so. uh, I know some he of is. it though. He did. I know he is pretty big now, but but it is a fat suit, yeah. Yeah, it looks great. It's about like a 600 pound man or something, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm all in. I, I'm gonna watch any movie like he he directs, because <laughs> it's just so you know you're in for something. Have you seen Pie? You haven't seen Pie. I've seen it. Yeah. You have. It's been a long time. I mean, yeah, you, you rated it in. Oh, it doesn't. Won't let me. I don't oh, even know if I. Yeah. It was like one of the first. On here. Okay. No, yeah. I've seen the ones we did for the premium. That might have been an IMDb <laughs> transfer <laughs> rating. All the ones we did in the premium, I've seen. So <laughs> that's yeah, it. I did that too. <laughs> yeah, we watched them together. There's only one that you haven't seen. Pie. 
Yeah. Yeah. Right? I guess yeah. I need to watch mm-hmm. Pi then. <laughs> yeah, that's the only one I haven't seen too. Um yeah, it's it's low budget, but it's it's good. I don't know how much you'll like it, Josh. Yeah. Um okay. Anything else? Nope. Nope. You don't want to talk Love Island? <laughs> Love Island's great. All right. <clears throat> so next week, I didn't know this, but Josh, you said you're going to be... Are you gone? Yeah, I said it last episode. Okay. I'm gone. So, but you're not... Um, so we're not... Re- you won't be on next week. Probably not. Yeah, okay. because we'll be coming back from, from Chicago. Okay, so but basically maybe. the 12th, the next, not next week, but the following week, there isn't really anything coming out. So, like, if Jacob and I wanted to do it, then we could do, like, I don't know if you have any interest in Bullet Train, then we could do Bullet Train and save Prey for you, because I know you want to watch that and talk mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or also Marcel um, opened wider, which we can now watch also. Finally. So, one of those. But yeah, we can talk about it and figure plan it something. out. But yeah, I would say so. Prey would be the following week, and then Bullet Trainer Marcel maybe for next week. Maybe we can get a guest on. Why don't you figure it out? <laughs> I'll get working on it. All right. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, unless they did it remote, but we can talk about it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, that wraps us up then. If you want to send us a question or a comment, you can email us at SouthernCinemaPodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at SouthernCinemaPodcast. You can follow us on TikTok at SouthernCinemaPodcast. I'm on Letterboxd and Untapped at the KG Project. I'm on both of those. That's JSAL517. That's JSAL517. And I'm on both platforms at Josh underscore Saldana. All right. Thanks for listening. Cheers, guys. <laughs>